In a world where truth is suppressed, information is censored, and alternative ideas are silenced, one group refuses to be muzzled. Despite shadow bans on social media, low downloads, and crickets on Patreon, one group refuses to be a mainstream media puppet. Today, we honor that one group, the heroes of the cannabis airwaves. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the Podcasters. All right, everyone, welcome back. Thanks for joining us. We have a great show today. Podcaster Larry Mishkin is here to talk about his podcast, The Deadhead Cannabis Show. Larry, welcome to the show. Thanks, Dan. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, cannabis and the Grateful Dead, that's like peanut butter and jelly. Two great tastes that taste great together. I I think the Deadhead Cannabis Show does the best job at dispelling a couple stereotypes. One, that people who smoke marijuana are lazy potheads, stoners, never amount to anything. And the second is hippies who follow the Grateful Dead are just wasting their life. You've been a successful attorney for over 30 years. You're happily married. You have two adult children. You have a house with a white picket fence. Larry, how long have you smoked marijuana? And how many times have you seen the Grateful Dead live in concert? A lot and a lot. I guess that's the politically correct way to answer that question. Look, you raise a really interesting point, and, and the point is this, that there was a whole group of us who back when we were in college and, you know, didn't really know much of what we were doing other than the fact that we liked to go to Grateful Dead shows and, and really be a part of all of that, and we all grew up. And when we grew up, I think that was so neat for all of us is that the dead really it wasn't just one of these well I'm doing it while I'm in high school and now it's over and done with it really resonated with all of us in a way that kept us connected to them and kept us tied in with it so that even as we got older and the dead got older and Jerry died and they came back in a hundred different versions of who they were there's always this sense of community if you meet a fellow deadhead anywhere in the world it's like oh good you instantly have that common bond and I could say the same thing, certainly, I think, about the people who smoke marijuana. I think that that group has certainly gotten larger over time thanks to them taking marijuana out of the closet and, and finally acknowledging that it's something that adults are, should be free to use, just like they're free to drink alcohol if they want. But, you know, there's a lot of people out there who, who can really connect on that level, and there's a, a certain degree of trust or camaraderie that you form with people who you know are like-minded in their view of these kind of things. Yeah. I think there's people in all walks of life that not only enjoyed cannabis, but also enjoyed the Grateful Dead. And there's a lot of successful people. And uh, you just wonder if that type of person gravitates to that type of music and that type of lifestyle. You know, it's a good question. And I think it it has to do more with just kind of being a, I don't want to say a free thinker, because that's not fair to say that people who aren't deadheads aren't free thinkers too. You know, Jerry said, there's something more to it all than the regular rap. Right, There has to be something a little bit more out there. And when you go to a dead show, I think you kind of feel like you're experiencing that little bit extra. And you're doing it within a community of people who are all there more or less for the same reason. And on those nights, boy, when they really hit that high note or they really are kicking on all cylinders, 
there's nothing like it. And, and sure, most of the people are on drugs, but I think that for many people, the concert is like a drug itself. And if you're there on the right night at the right time and the moon is shining and Jerry's up on stage jamming and they're remembering all the words and they're you know, pulling out some special tunes that they haven't played in a few years just to let you know how much they love you, I, I can still go back and talk to people about a particular show that we were at 40 years ago and we talk about it like it happened yesterday. You know, it's like, oh my God, we were there in the garden and they played St. Stephen and how amazing was that? And it was like, yeah, that was... 40 years ago and, and and I think that for many of us once we got to the professional level when you're out there in the world as an attorney you have no idea if, if the man or woman sitting across the desk from you representing the other side they're going to be a decent person are they going to be a jerk are you going to be able to have some any level of communication with them and by God if you find out that they're a deadhead that gives you immediate common ground and a sense of well they must be pretty cool so let's see what we can do to work this out and we don't have to be jerks and they don't have to be jerks and that kind of a thing certainly I think in the world of, of people who smoke marijuana right away you, it, it gives you common ground and, and I've said this on our show a lot and and I really believe this that we live in a very fractured society today politically and on our show we try to stay away from the political issues except as how they relate to marijuana le- legislation and things like that but we can't deny the fact that out there right now there's there's pretty much 50% of the country that sees things one way and 50% that sees it the other way and it's gotten to the point where it gets kind of scary sometimes and people you've known for a long time family members, friends, acquaintances teachers, students, whoever it might be uh, you find yourself sitting down and talking in an Inevitably, you find yourself going to that political issue. You're starting to get into this conversation, and everybody's starting to dig in their heels a little bit. And in the back of your brain, you're thinking, i got to figure out a way to spiral out of this thing. And the best <laughs> thing that I've found is you pull a joint out of your pocket, and the minute you do that, the guy on the other side, instead of attacking whatever he was just attacking you on, is going to stop and say, whoa, wait a second. Where's that from? Where'd you get that? What what kind of what kind of weed you have in there? I don't know. Well, let's spark it up and find out together. And <laughs> you know, within five minutes, you know, you, you get to that point where it's what were we talking about? I don't know. Whatever. Just pass that back over here. Throw in side two of you know Dick's Pigs volume, whatever. And there's just instant common ground. I think that it's a great peacemaker, if you will. People on both sides of the aisle like marijuana. It has nothing to do with your political persuasion, and you know. Tying it in with a Grateful Dead is a great way to really experience both of them at kind of their peak capacity. And I think on our show, that's just the theme that keeps coming back over and over. You know, and I think there's so many people in the cannabis industry, which shouldn't surprise people that are really big deadheads. And that's one of the reasons why your show has been so popular, because it's a sense of community. It's a safe place for people to go to nerd out on Grateful Dead and cannabis and just have a good time. Now, I know you brought a track along for today's show from one of your episodes. Maybe you can cue this up for the audience and I'll play it for everybody. Yeah, sure. We are really, really lucky. We've been able to really tap into some amazing talent through a a number of different channels. My co-host, Jim Marty, is so well-known and respected in the cannabis industry, really maybe one of the very first accountants willing to sign a tax return for cannabis businesses. And he was doing this years before even the rest of us even knew that medical cannabis or anything like that was such a thing. And, and he's developed such a strong following and reputation in the industry that he's a magnet for quality guests. And uh, Rob Hunt, another guy who's uh, very well known and respected in this industry, certainly on the financial and the investment side, but just as a person as well. And he brings 
an absolute incredible knowledge, but also some really tremendous connections. And sometimes these connections just kind of wind up overlapping with each other. And in, you know, true dead fashion, you wind up in a really exceptional place. And not too long ago, we wound up in that place with a gentleman named Michael Klein, although he is very, very successful and well-known in the cannabis industry for a lot of the work that he's done with soils and things like that to really enhance grows and increase crop yields and terpenes and all of this great stuff that I can't possibly hope to explain, but he was able to very easily. But one of the things that made Michael Klein so special and unique to us is that he just happens to be best friends with Bob Weir. And so that opens up a whole new avenue of things. And while we always try to be respectful of our guests and we don't want to be one of these, oh my God, tell us what it's like to sit down and have a barbecue with Bob in his backyard, there was one particular area that we really wanted to tap into with him, and that is the Sweetwater Inn in Mill Valley, California. Sweetwater has kind of become the place for the titans of the the rock and roll world, and we're talking about guys like Santana, and certainly various members from the Grateful Dead, and Elvis Costello has been known to show up there and play, and, and just a whole host of people. And a few years ago, Michael Klein and Bob Weir were part of a group that purchased the Sweetwater Inn. I think in the clip you're going to play, he's explaining to us what makes it so great. And when you listen to it and you just hear him almost like casually name dropping the people from the dead community that that those of us who have really followed the dead and as you said, nerded out on all of this, we've heard of these guys and we've heard of these sound techs and we've heard of these people. And and when he says, that, well, these are the guys who are coming in and fixing my house, uh, that would be like saying, yeah, I want to build a baseball field in my backyard and here comes Hank Aaron or Willie Mays to build it for me. I mean, the, the legends who come in and all of a sudden, the Sweetwater Inn is the place to be. So why don't you go ahead and play it? It was really a community asset. I've got 20 members of the community who really cared and understood what it meant. And they, they put up money and... But we had this incredible team. We had Cutler, who was Jerry's engineer. We had Wiz Leonard, who was the head of sound at Skywalker Ranch, but also the engineer on Europe 72. We had great community contractors, and, and everybody just did a phenomenal job. So it turned into a room that just sounds great. We have high-definition video, and it has great sight lines, and it, it's all you can ask for. The musicians like, love the way it sounds. Okay, that's like a who's who in the world of dead tech. And when you got these guys who have spent their whole life tending to the Grateful Dead, willing to take some time off to Zoom over here and help Bobby and Michael and his partners get this room set up, it's no wonder that when people walk in, it's magic. And I can say from firsthand, I, I was out there once and saw Further play a few shows out there, and Further was great. But an opportunity to see a band like that that had been playing in 5,000 and 10,000 seat venues all of a sudden in a bar that maybe holds a couple of hundred people was really quite an experience. Yeah, that's kind of similar to your show, is that you just never know who's going to drop in, and you never know the people that drop in, the stories that they're going to tell, like Michael Klein. He just dropped some bombs on us that we were like, holy cow, I didn't see that one coming. But that's the beauty of the Deadhead Cannabis Show, and you really got to stop in and listen to the show because you just never know who's going to show up, right, Larry? Well, you never know who's going to show up. And just as importantly, it's almost like the Grateful Dead in the sense that we think we start out knowing what we're going to talk about, and we kind of do. But inevitably, we wind up 
taking a slight turn somewhere as something pops up in the middle of a show. Oh, well, you think that's a good Stella Blue. Well, we haven't talked yet about the Stella Blue from, and all of a sudden we're five years off in another direction in another city at another time, and deep engaged in this conversation that really wasn't anywhere near where we started out or really kind of what we thought we were going to be getting into, but yet turns into such a wonderful conversation that we're excited just to keep going with it. And that's what I think is fun. If, if you like The Grateful Dead, but if you listen to The Grateful Dead at all, then I think you'll feel very comfortable and at home. You don't have to be uh, a nerd, uh, as we like to call ourselves, <laughs> in order to fully appreciate it. But if you do like The Grateful Dead, and if you really do like that, then you'll truly appreciate the levels that we get to. And also for people that are in the cannabis industry, you'll appreciate it too, because we talk a lot of current topics. We dive into those, and a lot of our guests are cannabis people. Now, the Deadhead Cannabis Show airs every Monday, and it's on all the major podcast sites, including PodConnects, where you can apply to be a guest if you want to be a guest. And Definitely stop in, take a listen to it, especially if you're in the cannabis industry or in the jam band scene, you'll really enjoy it. Larry, we could go on this, which we do on your show for a lot longer, but we got to wrap things up. So thanks for being on the show today. Thank you so much for having me and letting me talk about this. You know, every few extra minutes that I get to talk about the dead, it's just bonus time for me. And I hope people come and listen to our show. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, it's Justin Benton, host of the Miracle Plant Podcast, where we discuss this miracle plant that goes by so many names and how it's helping people in so many extraordinary ways. So if you love this plant and you want to hear a story that tugs on those heartstrings and learn more about this plant, then head on over to the Miracle Plant Podcast. You'll be glad you did.